0: Hello everybody, welcome to another episode of Outspoken. I'm your host, Pastor Buster Smith. I hope everybody's having a great day today. hope everybody's having a good work week. Uh, we're almost at the weekend, finally, almost Friday. I hope everybody uh, hangs in there and makes it to Saturday. And for those of you that live in the Blunt County area, if you'd like to check out Shepherd's Cove Church uh, this Saturday at the 2 o'clock service or the 6 p.m. service, we would love to have you. Uh, just email us at shepherdscovechurch at outlook dot com. Once again that is Shepherd's Cove Church at Outlook dot com. Shoot us an email, we'll email you back and um, we'll uh get a little uh information and uh so you can learn where the church is and what we're about. So if you are interested just go ahead and shoot us an email. Uh before we begin I do want to let you know about a book that uh somebody uh, referred to me, and it's a good read. I hope you all, uh, check it out. It's called Worlds for Defeating Radicals Countering the Alinsky Strategy in Politics and Culture. I hope I say the author's name right. He's a good friend of mine, but I hope I say his last name right. I always forget it. Uh, Christopher G. Adamo, I think is how you say his last name. But I want you all to go to Amazon, check this book out. It's a really good, uh, read. It, t- it gives you literally step by step on how we can, take our nation back and defeat these radicals that is trying to take down our country. And uh, like I said, really good book. Go ahead and check it out. Christopher G. Adamo. Uh, Look it up on Amazon and get your copy today. All right. So I hope everybody is as excited as I am about the firing of Kevin Swamplett McCarthy, uh, a Speaker of the House. We no longer have to listen to him get up every day and say a bunch of BS that we know ain't going to happen, right? He always said that he was going to do this, this, and this. He never did it, folks. Never got the job done. This is what I'm saying, and I've been saying it on this show for a long time. The American people are sick and tired of politicians that's going into the White House, the Capitol, everywhere. They're sick of these wasteless spineless, uh, incompetent... Uh, politicians going in there promising a bunch of stuff and then not delivering. Fact of the matter is, folks, if Kevin McCarthy had kept his promises to Matt Gates, to the Republican Party, and to the American people, he would still be Speaker right now. <clears throat> he has nobody to blame but himself right now. He did not keep no promises. Uh, JC1042 on Truth Social posted this, and I truth it. McCarthy promised he'd remove the Ukraine funding in the Pentagon bill. The next day, he broke that promise and voted for it. He then promised he'd eliminate the 87,000 new IRS agents Biden wanted. He lied, and 85,000 got hired and funded. McCarthy promised he'd release all of the J6 footage. He lied. McCarthy promised he'd eliminate Biden's student loan forgiveness plan from the omnibus bill. He lied, as slipped in Biden DOE policy now allows it. McCarthy promised he would impeach Merrick Garland if he was found lying. He lied. McCarthy promised he'd lower the debt by $1.5 trillion. instead he raised it by $4 trillion. McCarthy said he would give Ukraine a blank check, or he wouldn't give Ukraine a blank check, but kept voting to send them more money. McCarthy promised over and over how he'd impeach Biden if Comer's investigation found I- uh, illegalities. It never happened. Uh, well, I know what he's going to say where we opened up an inquiry. I don't care about an inquiry. We don't need more investigations. We already know what the Biden regime done. We already know that he sent his crackhead son over to Ukraine. We already know he sent him to China and all of these other countries. He swindled money from all of these countries. It went right back to the big guy, said it in the text messages. We've got the bank accounts. We've got the text messages. We already know the fact of the matter is, Kevin McCarthy didn't have the backbone to stand up and do anything about it. So therefore, he got fired. And everybody's blaming Matt Gates right now. He's disrupting the house. All of these people, folks, that's on the news right now, bashing Matt Gates and actually throwing a temper tantrum at the fact that Kevin McCarthy got fired, you need to take names of every single person that is on the news right now crying because they are the ones that you do not need to vote for again. They are the enemy of the people. Those are the enemies. You've got all of these Republicans that go up to Washington. Cat Turd brought this out on uh, Truth Social and Twitter and in his podcast. He said, you've got all of these Republicans that go up there like Marjorie Taylor Greene, Lauren Berbert. All of these people, they go up there and they talk a big game. Man, they can run that mouth. We're going to drain the swamp. We're going to drain the swamp. They have the first big opportunity to eliminate one of the biggest swamp monsters, one of the biggest swamp creatures that's ever existed in Washington, D.C. history, Kevin McCarthy. They get the one chance to show the American people what they're made of. And what do they do? They vote against it. Well, everybody was wondering why Lauren Burbert, who you can go back and uh, look on Truth Social and uh, even X back before I deleted it, I had such high regard for Lauren Burbert. Absolutely loved her. I thought that she was a rock star, okay? Absolute rock star. Well, guess what, folks? Come to find out, she, behind our backs, um, was taking money from Kevin McCarthy. That's why she voted no on the Kevin McCarthy ouster, because she was paid by Kevin McCarthy to uh, not vote against him uh, to get him fired from being Speaker of the House. I'm trying to find this Lauren uh, Le- Laura Loomer. She posts so many stuff about uh, about this, and I'm trying to find the exact post because she posted more updates um, afterward. So let me see right here. Just real quick. Here we go. So it was right after this. You ain't going to believe this. Uh, you, you you are not going to believe this. Because Lauren Barbert was always one of them people that was just big time America first. right? She was big time, we're going to drain the swamp, we're going to do all of this. Then when it came time, to actually drain the swamp, she backed out. She wouldn't do it. Why? She got paid thirty-one thousand dollars from the Kevin McCarthy pack, so she wouldn't vote against him when they vacated the chair. He knew that it was coming. They knew it was coming, so he paid Lauren Berbert thirty-one thousand dollars, so she wouldn't vote against him in the uh, in that vote. That, folks, is Lauren Burbert. And I will tell you this. She barely won her re-election last time. Barely won it by, I mean, just a slim margin. And its it's hard for her to win in her district because she lives in Colorado. <laughs> Very Democrat. She's lucky she won to begin with. And if it wasn't for Trump's support, she probably wouldn't have won, okay? Let's be fair. And the fact that she would go against us like this when she knew that her constituents, when she knew that the American people wanted her to vote against Kevin McCarthy. She was one of the 20 that stood up and and refused to vote for him the first time back in January, nine months ago. She would not vote for him. She held him up 15 votes. Her, Mike Gates, Chip Roy, which turned out to be a complete loser. We're going to play a video clip of him in a minute. Uh, He's completely simping for uh, Ron DeSantis now, and so uh, he actually... Actually, I mean, he went off the handle big time, said GD, and I mean, just absolutely went berserk, Um, because he knows that he's in trouble too. All of these people, folks, that's going against MAGA, you will be primaried. You're done. If you're going against Donald Trump, if you're going against what we the people want, if you're going against the American First Agenda, you are done. You will be primaried, you will be sent home, and that's where you will stay. Your political career will be dead. We are sick and tired of sending billions of dollars over to Ukraine while our men and women in uniform are sleeping under a bridge right now, while we've got men and women who's going to college that can't afford to do so, we've got men and women who's going to try to shop in stores they can't afford groceries, they can't afford gas, The wages are going down, the taxes are going up, and in the meantime, we're sending billions of dollars to Ukraine to fund a proxy war between Russia and Ukraine. We're done with it. You vote for it, you're done. You're primary, you're gone. That's where we're at, and what Kevin McCarthy needs to understand is, if he would have kept his promises, and we're going to go over a couple of them right here in a minute, if he would have kept his promises, he would still be Speaker of the House right now. What Matt Gates done was show him and the rest of the swamp rats up there in Washington D.C. that we are fed up with what they're doing. Here's the new movement, folks. If you don't do what we send you up there to do, you're fired. You're fired. You're done. You will be impeached. You will be primaried, Whatever it takes. We don't care. We will get you out of office. We will send you packing back to your home. And you'll have to go work at a restaurant or you'll have to get your hands dirty because you ain't going to make no money. You're done. That's where we're at. We're fed up. We've had enough of the John McCain's the John Boehner's the uh, Mitch McConnell's and Lindsey Graham, we're done with that. When Donald Trump came down that golden escalator in 2015, a new era started. A new era where a politician said, I'm going to do this, and he went in there and got the job done and actually did it. And now since Donald Trump did that, now all of you politicians fall under the same fate because us, we the people, we expect all of you to do the exact same thing Donald Trump did. And if you don't, You're fired. That's where we're at with it. Now, big story coming out is the new Speaker of the House might be, get this, Donald J. Trump. He's actually considering a trip to the Capitol ahead of the Speaker vote to speak with the uh, Republicans. (laughs) President Trump is reportedly considering a trip to Congress ahead of next week's votes, uh, votes. For the next House Speaker, Trump confirmed on Wednesday that he had been approached about the possibility of becoming the next Speaker of the House of Representatives. Speaking to reporters outside of the NYC Courthouse in New York City, because they're going after him again, folks, Trump said he would be willing to take on the role, emphasizing his commitment to doing whatever's best for the country and for the Republican Party. So, this is what he said right here. Hopefully, it's good quality. It's on X, so... Uh, Elon Musk and the failure he is, so I don't know if it's gonna be good quality, but here you go. Check this out. A lot of people have been calling me about speaker.
1: So all I can say is we'll do whatever's best for the country and for the Republican party. Right right we have some great, great people. Would you take the job? A lot of people have asked me about it. I'm focused, you know we're leading, I don't know you I'm sure you don't read too much mistakes. But we're for the leading by like fifty
0: points. Great people in the Republican Party, we'll... so he's saying we got great people in the Republican Party but he would do whatever's necessary to help uh, during this time of turmoil up there in the Capitol and I posted this on truth and it actually got a lot of uh, actually got a lot of views and a lot of uh, feedback on it This is my idea, and a lot of you can say that I'm crazy, whatever, that's okay. But just hear me out. If Donald Trump, this time next week, is the Speaker of the House, could you imagine all of the stuff that we can get done? Number one, the biggest one that I'm worried about, is the 2024 election. We already know the 2020 election was stolen. We already know it was rigged, okay? It's it's out there. And right now, they're already getting all of these ballots ready for 2024. They're getting them set up right now. They're already coming up with their next big plan. COVID's back in full swing. They're talking about mandates and lockdowns all over again. Folks, it's coming. They're already planning this. So, if Donald Trump becomes Speaker of the House, not only, not only do we have real leadership back in the Capitol, but... We can also work to ensure that the 2020, 2024 election is safe and secure and we can, we can make dang sure that whoever wins in 2024 between Joe Biden and Donald Trump, we know without a shatter of a doubt that whoever wins that election, they are the true winner. There's no, uh, he stole it, there's no, none of that. If we can get the election fixed to where we know for a fact that the election is good, that no, no, nothing uh, sneaky is going to happen, and it's fair and secure, We, w- it'll be fine. Because I'm telling you this right now, the reason why the Democrats don't want a safe and secure election is because they know they would never win one. Look at all of these major cities all over the U.S. right now. New York City, Chicago, all of these major cities all across the U.S. The, the crime is so high, folks. It's unbelievable. Somebody got stabbed in New York City yesterday, right in the middle of the city at 3.40 in the morning. Him and his girlfriend was coming back from a wedding. Somebody walked up to him and just stabbed him out of nowhere. Stabbed him in the heart. Killed him dead on the sidewalk. And from the last time I checked, the suspect's still at large. That's the crime, folks. You can't even walk up and down the sidewalk without getting stabbed and shot. That is Biden's America. That's Biden's America. Trump would get in there, make sure that the laws are enforced in this country. He would pass bills to make sure that all of these criminals are locked up and treated the way they should be treated, like common thugs, because that's what they are. Folks, this is my idea. Have Trump as Speaker of the House until Election Day. When Trump wins... The nomin- When he wins the presidential election, and I guarantee you this, if it is a safe and secure election, he will win by a landslide. The moment he becomes president, he needs to resign as Speaker of the House, take the oath for President of the United States, now Donald Trump's president again. The, the uh, House Republicans need to get together and vote in Jim Jordan to carry on the tradition that Donald Trump started as Speaker of the House. That is what needs to happen in in the in the House of Representatives. Have Donald Trump come in and level the place. Have him come in, pass a bunch of bills, get everything fixed in the House, get it put all back together, because right now it's a mess. I think Trump could unify the Republican Party. I honestly do. And the ones that vote against him, guess what? You're primaried. You're done. That's another way to know who's who I know and who's actually America first. Because when they hold a vote on the House floor, on Donald Trump, should he be the Speaker of the House, whoever votes against Donald Trump, that's who needs to be primaried. That's who needs to be voted out of office because they're not the ones that's going to represent us any longer. We will find somebody new, somebody that actually represents the common interest of the American people. Goodbye. Pack your bags. Get out. I think it's a good... Even if Donald Trump does not win the nomination. Even if he don't win the nomination. It still shows us, we the people, who is America first and who's America last. Because anybody that votes against Trump... I'm telling you this, anybody that votes against Trump is not on our side anymore. You're done. That's the way it's going to be. So people can get mad at that, whatever, it don't matter. It's the truth. I think it's a good I think it's a good setup. Have Donald Trump come in, put all the pieces of the puzzle back together, have it fixed, and then when he steps into the Oval Office, he needs to resign, give it to Jim Jordan. Because Jim Jordan's actually one of the very few up in Washington that I actually trust. That's what needs to happen here. Now, talking about absolute linos that uh, disgust me, let's talk about Representative Chip Worre, uh from Texas. Uh, he is a DeSantis backer. he is a big-time DeSantis guy. He tells the MAGA crew, he calls them the Effers, to kiss his blank during a meltdown, comparing himself to a D Day soldier. What a absolute, Honestly, I'm losing it. What an absolute scumbag you have to be to, to compare yourself to a D Day soldier. But take a listen to this. this. All of you DeSantis supporters out there, this is who you have on your side. I hope you're happy. I. I, I If if these are the people representing your values, I feel bad for you. Take a listen to this. Interest, just
1: collectively. And I'm about to just get thee to a nunnery and just, you know, go full on Billy Graham. And you all figure, I don't care. I I am reaching the point, I'm paid to care. I don't care. It's getting harder to make me care. This is a joke. It's rudderless, and it seems as if we want to sell each other talking points that actually produce any form of substantive victory whatsoever. Tell me I'm wrong. No, I mean, you talked about a circle of uh, your, your description of uh, pleasure. Um, I, I know what you're doing there. Uh, I would also argue that, uh, you know, some of our brothers and sisters, particularly in the, uh, you know, uh, magnet camp, I think. Uh, particularly enjoy the circular firing squad. You want to come at me and call me a rhino, you can kiss my ass. Look, I've spent a lifetime fighting for limited government conservatism. I have laid it all on the line. I've not seen my family but for two days in the last 30 days. You go around talking your big game and you thumping your chest on Twitter? Yeah, come to my office and come out a debate, mother. You know why? Because I'm standing up for this country every single day. And Steve, I'm not going to give up. I'm not going to go to a nunnery. Because there are people who are buried over in normandy who deserve us to stand up for what they fought for so that's what i'm gonna do and all of you out there who are out there saying what you're saying out on social media you stick it i'm gonna go down to the floor and do my job and i'm gonna stand up for the people who fought for this country and i'm gonna do it the way i think is right for the people that i represent that's what i think
0: well that was uh, you sounded really tough though, Chip. Uh, Being one of the MAGA supporters and being one of the uh, people that support Donald Trump in the 2024 election, by the way, I supported him in 2016, 2020, and 2024. Um, I want to send you this message from all of us Trump supporters. I hope you've enjoyed your time in the House because your days of representing Texas is now over. You're done. Go ahead and have your suitcase packed. You're complaining about not seeing your family only two days out of 30. That's fine. We're going to fix that problem for you. Because what we're going to do is we're going to primary you. We're going to send you home. And you're going to see your family all days of the month. Because you ain't going to have nothing else to do, buddy. You're done. Now, when people say, well, Buster, why are you getting so personal about this? Because... These are the people, folks, that's destroying your livelihood. These are the people that's literally telling you that if you don't care, if you if you call them a lion, if you do all of this because you know they are, you can kiss their blank. So I'm sending you another message there, Chip. You went into politics trying to tell everybody how big of a conservative you are. There's receipts on this. Every time that there's a bill that comes up about certain things, you're too big of a coward to vote no on it. You let the Democrats do whatever they want. When it came time to get rid of Kevin Rat McCarthy because of all of the broken promises, you refused to vote on it. You would not vote to get rid of Kevin McCarthy. And you got mad whenever everybody started calling you a swamp rat. Well, that's what you are. That is what you are. So, there you go. Go ahead and get mad. The fact is, Chip, you should actually be mad at Kevin McCarthy. You should have voted with Matt Gates to get rid of Kevin McCarthy. Why? Because you was one of the people that had him make promises that he didn't keep. So, if anybody should be mad at Kevin McCarthy, it should be you, Chip. It should be you. He broke promises to you. And instead of uh, uh getting mad, you're mad at the fact that they got rid of him. So I think you owe the American people, especially your constituents down in Texas, the answer of how much money did Kevin McCarthy send to your bank account? We already know he sent Lauren Barber $31,000. How much did he send you? Donald Trump posted something on Truth Social, and you all might have seen me go against him on it a little bit, and that's okay. Y'all need to understand something. Yes, I'm supporting Donald Trump, and yes, I'm a pastor, okay? But at the end of the day, folks, I will speak my mind, and at the end of the day, I will stand up for what I think is right. And on this one, I do not think Donald Trump was in the right. He put a truth on, Truth out on so uh, Truth Social saying that Why is it that Republicans are always fighting amongst themselves? I've got the answer for you, President Trump, if you ever hear this podcast. The reason why they're fighting amongst themselves is because you've got a few good patriots that's up in the House, and they're trying to get rid of the Swamp Rats. The Swamp Rats, like Mitt Romney, uh, Lindsey Graham, Mitch McConnell, which, you know, those are in the Senate. But I'm just giving you, I'm giving you uh, just a example of some of the creatures that we're having to deal with. And Kevin McCarthy was he was the he was Mitch McConnell of the House. That's what he was. And we got rid of him. He's gone. He's gone. Folks, do you realize that Nancy Pelosi hasn't been Speaker in nine months and she still obtains her office as Speaker? The office of Speaker of the House. She still resides in it. She still has her desk in there. She still has her papers in there. Kevin McCarthy didn't even have the courage to kick her out of her office. She's been in there for nine months. If he can't even stand up to Nancy Pelosi, do you really think he's going to stand up to Joe Biden and the demonic left? I don't think so. This is what I'm saying. All of you that's hearing this podcast and hearing all of this stuff on the news... Take notes of all of the people that is mad at the fact that Kevin McCarthy was fired. Take notes. Because all of these phonies that had us fooled thinking that they was America first patriots, they're being exposed. All of these people that's coming out just irritated at the fact that Matt Gates would do such a thing. Blind killed me to Fox News. He just cracked me up. I was up at about I, I just happened to wake up at like three or four in the morning, and my TV was on Fox News, and he was on uh no, it was about yeah, about five in the morning, I, yeah, about five in the morning, and Fox and Friends was on, and he literally <laughs> was having a temper tantrum on Fox News. Kevin McCarthy was doing his job. Matt Gates should not have done this. They have threw the house into utter chaos. How dare they do this? Folks, take notes. Remember Brian Kilmeade? He was supposed to be one that, you know, he was on the side of the American people. Well, he's not. i tell you another one that absolutely crushed me. I thought he was on our side. Newt Gingrich. He came out and supported Kevin McCarthy. We shouldn't have done this. i tell you another one that came out in the support and said that we shouldn't have done this. Mike Huckabee. All of these guys that we thought we could trust. All of these people that, you know, they were so-called uh, America First patriots. And we're going to drain the swamp. You had your first chance to do it, and you're mad about them doing it. Take notes, folks. Don't forget these people that's mad about the fact that the biggest swamp rat in the history of Washington DC has been fired. Don't lose sight of that. I tell you what, there was eight Republicans. And one of them represents Tennessee. My area, actually. Tim Burchett. And I've actually came on here and bashed Tim Burchett a couple of times because there's some stuff he says and does that gets on my nerves. But I will say this Tim Burchett had the courage to fire the biggest swamp rat in the history of the Republican Party, and that is Kevin McCarthy. So I, I applaud Kevin McCarthy. But the fact, and and Donald Trump, he said, why is the Republicans always fighting amongst themselves? I've got a transfer for you. The fact that we lead the House, we've we've got charge of the House. We've got a bunch of Republicans that represent the House of Representatives. And the fact that only eight of them, eight of them, voted to get rid of Kevin McCarthy. Only eight. That should show you the problem. We had eight patriots. Eight out of the hundreds of Republicans, we had eight. And what does Mitch McConnell do? He does a press conference that says, "I had a I had a very good relationship with with uh, m- m- uh, uh, Kevin McCarthy. Uh, I enjoyed all times together. Uh, everything he said, he always says, uh, every, I mean, gets on my nerves." And, uh, he says, uh, I don't have any advice for the Republicans, uh, except for one. Uh, they need to, uh, get rid of the motion to vacate the chair, because it makes the Speaker's job impossible. It's not impossible! Do your job, and you won't get fired! That's it! Kevin McCarthy would still be Speaker of the House if he would have kept his promises, some of the promises that that he made, as we come to a close here, he made a promise to Matt Gates that we were no longer going to put a bunch of uh, bills into one bill. See, here's what we used to do, folks, and here's what here's here's what's wrong with Washington. We used to have these single bills. Okay, I, I'll I'll just give you a uh, just an example. We would have a resolution to plant five pine trees in my backyard, okay? That's one bill. Let's vote on it. If it passes, good. We'll send it to the Senate. If it fails, that's all right. We'll get rid of it. Then we'd go to the next bill, okay? Everybody in America gets a laptop computer, okay? Let's vote on it and send it on, okay? We used to do it one at a time. These politicians came up with these omnibus bills. They came up with these big package deals where what they could do is they could throw a hundred motions into one bill. The reason they did that is because they could put in small print where nobody could read it. Funding for abortion, funding for Ukraine, funding for uh, all of their lobbyists and all of their donors and all of their uh, big time buddies up in Washington. They would slip that into these bills. The Republicans wouldn't catch it because they <laughs> they're having to read like a hundred or something motions. Okay, you get fed up after about twenty five of them, so you're zoned out for the other for the other ones. They would make them vote on it at 2 or 3 in the morning when everybody's dead tired, when me and you, we the people, are dead asleep. They would pass them in the dead of the night. The Republicans would go to bed the next morning thinking they've actually done something because the 25 laws that they saw was actually something that was good for us. What they didn't see was the other 150 that was going to be damning to us and that was funding all of the stuff that we don't want to fund. They didn't see those because it was in fine print. So Matt Gates, when Kevin McCarthy was trying to run for speaker, he said, Okay, listen, you want me to vote for you? Here's one of the things you have to do. No more omnibuses. That's done. We're going to do it one at a time where you all can't slide nothing by us anymore. Kevin McCarthy said, Okay. Matt Gates said, No more funding to Ukraine. Kevin McCarthy said, Okay. Matt Gates wanted to peel the 87,000 IRS agents. Matt, uh, Kevin McCarthy said okay. Matt Gates wanted the J6 footage released. Off, I think it's like 14,000 plus something hours of video footage released to We The People. Kevin McCarthy said okay. None of these promises, folks, was fulfilled. He gave 10 seconds of footage to Tucker Carlson of Fox News. He showed it on Fox News. He was fired about a week later. And, folks, nothing ever came of it. Nothing has ever come of it. Then Marjorie Taylor Greene, because he didn't have the blah, 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 blah to get it done. So what he did, he had his girlfriend, old Marjorie Taylor Greene, walk out behind the podium and say, Well, we can't release the uh, the J6 footage like we promised because it would be a security issue. And uh, we just, we can't do that. He said he would impeach Merrick Garland. He would impeach Elio, uh, Ale, or Ale, Alejandro Mayorkas. I think that's how you say his name. Alejandro Mayorkas. He said he would impeach him. That he would impeach Christopher Ray of the FBI. He would impeach Biden. And he waited nine months just to open up an impeachment inquiry on Joe Biden. Just an inquiry. Ain't nothing going to happen because of it. Folks... Donald Trump had a saying, and this is what we live by now, promises made, promises kept. The reason why, and Chip Oi, biggest loser in Washington, I want you to hear this too. The reason why all of us MAGA MFers, as you like to refer to it, the reason us MAGA MFers are going to vote for Donald Trump in 2024 is plain and simple. Promises made, promises kept. That's something you Republicans up there can't get done. You make promises and you can't never keep them. And that's why you will be primaried. Go ahead and pack up your suitcase. Tell your family you're on your way. You said you miss them. You ain't seen them. You've seen them two days out of the month. Okay, that's fine. We're going to fix it for you. You're going to get to see your family every single day because we're going to send you packing. And all of the Republicans up there take note of it. Because all of you that's been voting to send money to Ukraine, all of you that's trying to defend Biden and all of this, You will be primaried. Lauren Barbert, you will be primaried. Marjorie Taylor Greene, y'all's political careers are done. We will elect people into your office that makes promises and keeps promises. That's the new standard that you have to live by. Folks, we will see you Friday on the next episode of Outspoken. I'm Pastor Brister Smith. We'll see you next time.